the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Sopra i cieli ancor più su, dolci canti di angeli, e dai monti fin qua giù, portan gioia i deboli. Welcome to our Christmas edition of Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And this year, our Christmas show falls on Christmas Day. And for anyone who is uh, who happens to be tuning in, we uh, both of you, we welcome you to the show, and, th- and we appreciate you, appreciate you turning in on 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 a holiday, or maybe you just get a little tired of the, of, of the relatives and the arguments over politics and the vax and all those things, and you want to tune in to some of your radio homies. There it is. <laughs> and uh, speaking of homies, I have my favorite radio homie with me today, uh, Kenny White. Former police officer in the Air Force and in the and in the civilian sector, and he was before the show. He was showing us some of his uh, his battle scars, the places he's been stabbed and shot and whatnot. Um, yeah, it's a that's a tough. It's a tough. It can be a tough way to uh, to to make to make to make a living. You know what? It's a tough way to make a living being a, a peace officer, or should I say, sworn peace officer? But it's a it's a calling. It really is a calling. I mean, some people take the job because it pays well or it's got some prestige or whatever. But most men and women that that don the uniform and put on a badge, it's because that's what's in them. They're they're the guy that would get the cat out of the tree, walk the old lady across the street, you know, type of people. So uh, you're right. It's it's a, it's a tough job, but to those that do it, it's it's not a job. It's it's who they are. Well, in any uh, in any profession, you find a range of, a range of people and a range and a range of motivations, and mm-hmm. there are people. I'm sure there are people, many of them, such as yourself, that it is a calling, mm-hmm. and I think there's others that uh, it's a uh, good paycheck and good benefits and a good retirement, and and you get to carry a gun. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, to I use mean- it. Well, well, maybe you can maybe you can use it. Although these, these days, uh, you to be real. Officers need to certainly be more careful. We were just looking yeah. at the uh, result this, on Thursday morning as we're recording. As Officer Porter was convicted in that mm-hmm. case, which is a little bit unusual. Uh, in that, I don't, I don't want to go down that, but it was she was ended up shooting a man when she claims that she was just trying to draw her taser. Yeah. All right. Well, it kind of sticks in my crawl. I know you don't want to go down that rabbit hole, but it's a sad situation all the way across the board. The young man, uh, Dante is his name. Um, He's not coming back. He made some poor choices that day. This officer of 11 or 14 years of service, she made some poor choices that day. And all lives are ruined. Both families are hurting. And as you said, this is the Christmas show. What a hell of a Christmas present to be passed Mm -hmm. around. Yep. 
And uh, yeah, you, you were the, the weight is different, the feel is different, a different mm-hmm. side is carried on a different side. So yeah, people can people can make some big, really big f ups, um, mm-hmm. especially if they're under un, under pressure. And uh, you had, you're, you're, you suspected maybe it wasn't really a mistake. And well, see, that's that's the problem with being born and raised on the south side of Chicago. I have a duality in me about law enforcement. I have a duality about in me about a lot of things. And when I when I hear her, you know, in the uh, video, she's going taser, taser, taser to me. That's a that's a false broadcast. And it's I say that because the taser weighs X amount of ounces and it's plastic. Your weapon weighs a couple of pounds and it's metal. And your weapon is supposed to be on your predominant side. Whatever is your predominant predominant hand, that's the side your weapon should be on. Why are you even using this hand if she's right handed? Why are you even using the right hand to draw anything? Anything on that side is your weapon hand. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you don't use it. You don't deploy a taser on a person that's in, in regress at that speed. He was in a car, if I'm not mistaken. A taser is not going to work on a person fleeing you in a car. It's going to bounce off. So it wasn't the proper choice of weaponry in the first place. So it's, there's so much skeptic, you know, there's so much sketch. That's the word that, you know, the kids are using now. It's so sketch that I'm almost comfortable. I'm very comfortable with the verdict that was rendered today. Now, sentencing is another thing. Are they going to give it a full Monty or does she get some type of a reduced sentence? I don't know. And, uh, there's a there's a great tendency to that our our criminal justice system and the entire legal system has become increasingly politicized. Huh. So depending on the cause, or if you're if you're rioting and pillaging for the Democrat Party, oh yeah, you get you get a get out of jail free card. Yeah, <laughs> but 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 if you were if you trespassed into the Capitol and harm no one, damage no property, you're gonna you're gonna you're you can may still be rioting in jail and not and being tortured. Mm-hmm. By the regime in in the D.C. swamp, I'm blown away by one particular thing in that. Real quick, uh, a gentleman made a, a disparaging remark about Nancy Pelosi. It could be considered a, a verbal threat, but what they're doing to him is, I mean, he's he's actually going to face five to six years of imprisonment for verbiage. Yet I, I remember a, a very famous woman saying on inauguration day, "I dream an awful lot." about blowing up the White House. Mm-hmm. And she's still making music. Yes. Uh, or actor Johnny Depp. Um, you, know, when was the, you know, when was the last time an actor assassinated a president? See? It, it's on the same level, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, the, you're right. Our justice system is really messed up right now. And, and, and you know, in closing on the officer who was uh, uh, sentenced today, the, the convictions, I'm okay with. I don't want to see her do a lot of time, though, if that makes any sense. Well, I, I'm more one to believe that there should be little, if any, if you're convicted of a crime, here's the penalty for the crime, mm-hmm. and we're not, we don't care what your politics are, we don't care what your color is, we don't care anything else. Mm-hmm. Is you commit voluntary manslaughter? Here's the here's the, here's the penalty. Here's the rest, and, and it doesn't depend on whether the judge likes you or it's a liberal judge or not a liberal judge or anything else. The penalty for Grand theft auto, or second degree murder, or mm-hmm. burglary, or what have you, is that's the penalty, and so, everybody and every, everybody gets the same thing. Everybody gets the same thing. She's looking at fifteen years on one and seven on the other. If my math is holding up, that's twenty three years. 
Yeah, I, but I but I I don't know for the same exact same conduct whether you, you want to accumulate. You know, so you're you're, you're okay, mm-hmm. the same shooting the man mm-hmm. and killing the man, mm-hmm. whether it's second degree murder or it's manslaughter or what have you. But it, it seemed that would seem to be excessive and unjust is to is to double convict of on the very same thing. Mm-hmm. Well, one of them I believe and was then, negligence, and then, and, then, and then add this, and then add the sentences. Mm-hmm. So if, if she if she was convicted on the more serious offense, then that should be that, then that should be the one that she uh, she has punished should for. Prevail on right. I, I see what you're saying, and and you know what that's in line with my feelings too. Um, punishment, yes, but don't get crazy with it. You know, she did have what 11 to 14 years of honorable service before that um, accident. The world may never know. Mm-hmm. That's that's just my opinion on that. We we won't know if it was a true accident or if it was a cunning ploy that backfired on her. No pun intended. Mm. But how many of these incidents, whether the officer is justified or not, or whether the officer is convicted or not, or fired or not, mm-hmm. arise because the suspect resists or tries to escape? That's right. What? what how did Hamlet say? Ah, there's the rub. Uh, yeah, you're right. Um, I'm really heartbroken. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not expert on Shakespeare, but is that a direct quote from the play? Yes, yes. <laughs> That's the rub. There's the rub. Um, and you know who would be really good at that is one of my uh, former mentors. That he he was a Shakespearean actor, so he would have been. He would have got this right. But. Um, that's, to rub or not to rub? No. That is the question. <laughs> no, to run or not to run. Yeah. That's the question. And and for you young people out there listening right now, let me just answer that for you right here, right now. The answer is no, no, no. I don't care if the police officer comes up to you and he looks like that sheriff in the James Bond movie, uh, uh, Live and Let Die. Remember the sheriff? From yeah, that- Jackie Gleason. Jackie Gleason. Oh, he played the heck out of that part. Where are you from, boy? You down here in my parish today. I don't care if he comes up to you and he sounds just like that. Chewing tobacco and everything. Put your hands on the steering wheel. Turn your light on. Explain to the officer any movements that you're about to do. I understand. I get you know your civil rights and you don't have the right to stop me and I don't have to get out of my car and all of that. Yes. Okay. Fine. But all this fleeing, all this resisting, all these. And this is the word, ladies and gentlemen, furtive motions. Furtive motions are those things that would and I'll use would scare a cop. Do not scare a cop. He's got a gun on. And he has the mandate. So for all you young people out there, please listen to me. Comply, comply, comply. I mean, I'm, you, you, has, you have probably, and I have, seen videos where, I mean, it is a second or two, and the suspect, all of a, you think it's like it's a normal, I remember this, it was a normal, like a normal traffic stop, and the guy gets out, and... And, he, and in a blink of an eye, he, and pulls the gun and, and shoots. This is the old saying I used to live by back when I was really in the heat. Blink your eyes and die in the dark. That's how fast it can go down. Mm-hmm. The onus is on the peace officer because he has to make he or she has to make contact with you. He has a family. She has a family. Hey, they may not have a family. They may just have friends and a cat, but they want to get home. To what's important to them, too. Yep. That went totally in a different direction than I had anticipated for our first segment. But we will, we, will, we will recoup after this break and a word from our sponsor. 
Ed Hoffman of Planet Home Lending, the place to go for your real estate lending needs. Back after this. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman from Planet Home Lending and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590, The Answer. If you'd like to own a home and you need financing, or you'd like to refinance a home you already own, whether that's in California or one of these escape from California states, Arizona, Nevada, Utah, Colorado, Texas, Arkansas, Tennessee, Georgia, Florida, Ohio, Oregon, Washington, Idaho, or Montana, I'm the guy you want to talk to. Or if you'd like to inquire into the one of the most liberating financing tools for seniors, a reverse mortgage, you want to talk to someone who will guide you towards decisions based on your best interest, not theirs. Call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. My team and I will lead you to the best decision for you based on your short-term and your long-term goals. Again, for more information, call me at 855-640-2020 or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back to the Christmas edition of Unite, i.e. radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And I also have had uh, many requests, but I am, I'm going to sing anyways before the show is over here. Are you really? Yes. So I'm just, <laughs> for you, you, fair warning, fair warning. Okay. 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 Um, it's the Christmas season, the time of peace and joy and all those things, and yet we celebrate the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. But Real life doesn't always stop at Christmas time, and including wars don't always stop mm-hmm. at Christmas time. And the, in Christmas of 1776, the revolution was on the line, and we're going to hear Newt Gingrich tell the story of the Christmas of 1776. General Washington and his troops had been defeated in September driven from Brooklyn to Manhattan, from Manhattan to north of New York City, around the Palisades, across New Jersey. They declined from 30,000 troops in September to 2,500 effectives on Christmas Day. Of the 2,500, one-third did not have boots. They were wearing burlap bags wrapped around their feet, and as they marched, they left a trail of blood. General Washington knew that if he didn't win a victory soon, the entire army would have disappeared. And so he had to do something desperate. He proposed to cross an icy river at night in a snowstorm and then march nine miles in the dark to the city of Trenton, a village that had 800 German troops, professionals, Hessians. He was gonna surprise them and captured. It was a very dangerous plan. Because it was harder to get there than they thought, they were four hours late. And yet, as a sign of divine providence, there was an enormous snowstorm coming from the north, behind them, pushing them towards Trenton. A storm so enormous that the German troops said nobody could be out in this kind of weather. So they didn't post guards. They didn't muster at dawn as they normally would, because it was impossible. And for Europeans, 
it probably was impossible. But these were Americans. They were used to the American winter. They were used to deer hunting in the winter. They were used to traveling in the winter. This was just a terrible snowstorm. It wasn't a reason to stop. Washington's troops surprised the Germans, captured 800 of them at the cost of one American, and then ran for the river before the British Army could catch them, went across the river with their prisoners. Within two weeks, 15,000 volunteers showed up, and Washington began driving the British across New Jersey. The revolution had been saved. How big a gamble was it? That night, as they began to get in the boats, they were told that the password for that evening was victory or death, and they meant it. They were prepared to give everything for freedom. Surely, in the most successful country in history, we can do what is necessary. We can be in the spirit of General Washington and the Americans who fought for freedom. We can go out, get the vote out, make the argument, stand up for freedom. And I believe we can have as big an impact in helping America remain free in our generation as they did in theirs. Now a forward to 1944, World War II. And the Allied armies have advanced to basically the borders of Germany and the Rhine River. And so it's December coming up on Christmas, and the Germans launch a surprise offensive through the Ardennes Forest, which we now call the Battle of the Bulge. Their goal was to drive through the Ardennes Forest and the lightly defended lines there and capture the key supply port of Antwerp and divide the British forces in the north from the American forces in the south. The offensive achieved some great success initially, and the bad weather grounded the Allied Air Forces through this time. So it comes to the point where, and this is the dense forest, so you need the roads. You can't just go across countryside with, yeah. with tanks and trucks and so on. You need the roads. Artillery so doesn't a, move too well in the forest. Correct. <laughs> correct. So the, there's a key road junction at Baston, which is held by the 101st Airborne Division. And they uh, become surrounded by seven. This is now, this is wintertime, so this is cold and snow, and they're out and they're, they're out there all night. And you know whether they're fighting or not, they're, but they're outside through all this. They're surrounded by seven German Panzer divisions, and they held that position and blocked the German offensive because they needed they needed that those roads to go through there until Patton's forces were able to counterattack and drive up from the south and relieve them, and the weather cleared, and the Allied Air Forces were able to um, uh, join the cause and resulted in a, actually a great victory for our side and a big defeat for for the Germans. Embarrassingly big defeat. Well, it was embarrassing. I mean, they, they, they were losing the war. I think their generals knew they were losing the war, and they mm. needed to, and, and, and like Washington, from their perspective, they needed... They had to gamble. Right. They had to gamble, and thanks to the courage and dedication of the men of the 101st Airborne Division. Mm, pretty tough it, group of guys, too. Yes. And after they were surrounded, the the, uh, the German commander sent a message to the American commander saying, well, we've got to surround your overwhelming force. Surrender! We got you seven to one. Yeah, sur- <laughs> surrender. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, the, the, the American general, I forget the guy's name, responded mm-hmm. with a one-word message. 
Mm. Nuts. Ah, that's where that came from. That's where that's where that that's that's where oh, okay. that came from, <laughs> and that's now we we come forward to the Christmas of twenty twenty one. How many Americans, particularly young people, know those stories? Not very many. Not very. I would. Many at all. I would. I would. On the on crossing the Delaware, I'd bet the I'd bet the under five percent on the story of uh, the Battle of the Bulge and holding at the, holding the road junction at Baston mm-hmm. under one percent. Wow, and that's not good because, like you were talking about the one hundred and one um, airborne, I had my pleasure to run into a few of them in South Korea when I was at Tegu K two Air Base, right. Those are some pretty hardcore, crazy guys. And it's like like there's this immortality, like the 7th Cavalry with uh, General Custer. You're right. If only 1% of our children know our history and know how this nation was truly forged, 99% of them don't give a damn whether it makes it or not. Well, it does. And that sense of history is just abs- is absolutely vital. It, a country to survive has to pass on its culture, its traditions, its mm-hmm. uh, principles, and its history. And beliefs, yeah. and its history. Mm-hmm. So you have a sense of, we've, you know, you don't have to believe your country is perfect through all time. No, because no Nothing's country is perfect. Yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. But that, that we've done good things together. We have a reason to be proud of our country. And we want to continue together as a country mm-hmm. and do good things, maybe do better things. I'll say it this way. We want to do more gooder stuff. More gooder stuff. <laughs> more gooder stuff. And and you know, you're right, because you can look at America and go, oh, you're systemically racist and all this stuff. No, no, no. America is not systemically racist. But yes, 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 she does have races that live within this country. We of, all, to, of all colors. Of all colors. cities, by the way. Yes. And all sizes, too. Yes. <laughs> So, you know, you're right. And, and and what do we do about that? I mean, Greg, 1%, that story was very moving to me. And, and Newt Gingrich's story was moving, too. Because in, in the winter of 2021, I saw a man be dragged out of a restaurant in New York because he doesn't have a Vax card. And never more did I understand that old saying, give me liberty or give me death. Mm-hmm. I don't think I want to live in a dystopic America that is headed our way. Well, and at that time, at least some of the guys, most of the people in at the time of the revolution did not fight in the war. And in fact, it was rough. I mean, there, was, there were no public opinion polls back mm-hmm. at the, back at that time because like phone service was a little bit sketchy at that time. Yeah. Well, I but, think Paul Revere was a little busy. <laughs> yeah. But. Roughly is about a th- I've read that about roughly a third favored independence. Mm-hmm. Roughly a third wanted to stay as part of God great, save of, the of Queen great, of Great right? Britain, mm-hmm. and and in part they, those we're running on a timer, so I'm not going to go down that path. Mm-hmm. And roughly a third were kind of indi- were kind of indifferent to it. Mm-hmm. But the people, Open borders, but, right? but the one third were sufficiently dedicated and courageous to the cause that they were able to prevail. So. What does this mean for us today? Well, today we are not uh, we're not we're not called upon to cross the Delaware and go attack the Hessians uh, at night. We're not called upon to fight off seven German Panzer divisions outnumbered, outgunned in the snow, in the cold. Mm-hmm. But we're called upon to do things that which I think is the most important cause to our to our 
preserving our country and preserving our freedom is to qualify and enact the Educational Freedom Act in California that will to get past that one percent. Right. Okay. That will, ah. that, 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 that will get our children, getting America's children out of the government run schools mm-hmm. is a national survival issue. We've talked at length about it. We don't have time right at the moment to do so. But the Educational Freedom Act mm-hmm. will give every child a, an educational savings account of $14,000 per year. They'll increase over time. Parents choose where to send their children to school. And if you don't save, if you don't use all the money, you may save it for college or vocational training. Now, you like that, that is really cool. If you like that idea, mm-hmm. if you want to save your children, you want to save your grandchildren, you want to save your country, then the private citizens that we talk about so much need to step up and help us get that on the ballot. We've got, only got a little over 100 days as of Christmas to gather the, remaining, like? gather the remaining signatures. Okay. CaliforniaSchoolChoice.org, CaliforniaSchoolChoice.org. Sign up there on, for, to, uh, to help us with this. Mm-hmm. You'll be contacted, and we're asking people to do two hours a week. And I've been doing this since um, the beginning of November. And three, and three days over Thanksgiving is you get out there and you gather those signatures. And that's how it's going to have to be done because we don't have the millionaires to uh, pay for the signature gatherers. That, that's Th- our cost in the Delaware. That, that is what's call- that's what we're called upon today to do. Uh, stay tuned for the exciting second half of Unite IE Radio. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman from Planet Home Landing and host of the main event. Heard weekends right here on AM590 The Answer. If you'd like to own a home and you need financing, or you'd like to refinance a home you already own, whether that's in California or one of these escape from California states, Arizona, Nevada, Utah, Colorado, Texas, Arkansas, Tennessee, Georgia, Florida, Ohio, Oregon, Washington, Idaho, or Montana, I'm the guy you want to talk to. Or if you'd like to inquire into one of the most liberating financing tools for seniors, a reverse mortgage, you want to talk to someone who will guide you towards decisions based on your best interest, not theirs. Call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. My team and I will lead you to the best decision for you based on your short-term and your long-term goals. Again, for more information, call me at 855-640-2020 or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to the Christmas edition of Unite IE Radio, and I have my favorite uh, homie, Kenny White, What's uh, up? as co-chair. That's <laughs> not co-chair, co-host this week, and he also has his own show called The Southside Unicorn, referencing his days back in the south side of Chicago. That's right. That's right. Now, that song that we're listening to, who is that? What is that? It's Andrea Bocelli. Hmm. Hark the Herald Angels Sing. 
That's some good stuff. See, I, I told you, I, was, I warned you, I was going to Oh, that's I was, right, huh? I was going is to it going to happen right now? Well, is, are you going to do it right now? I, I, just, I just did a little bit there. So that, that's as much as our audience can, uh, can, can sustain. I was about to try to make a break for the door. Let me know when you get started. Now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, go get a cup of coffee. <laughs> uh, you were, we ended on talking about the importance and our the most important thing we can do right now as freedom-loving Americans is to qualify and enact the Educational Freedom Act in California that will give every child an educational savings account, $14,000. Parents choose where to send their children to school and... There's more. If you don't spend all the money, you get to save it for college or vocational training. And that's awesome. I mean, because that money is going out for your child. Whatever school district you are in, that money is already being pursed to that school because of the the, the, uh, Title VII or something like that, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, I'm, yeah, these various federal programs, which, as an aside, they. Since the 1960s, we've seen growing federal involvement and control of the government-run schools. All the way and down to the lunch cookies. And what's happened to the quality of the government-run schools over that time. The same thing that happens to anything that's government-run. It gets run down. You and know? the more centralized the government. Exactly. The, uh, the word is, it used to be local folks would get together. They would uh, raise the money through taxes or otherwise. They would build a school or schools, hire teachers, and it was totally controlled locally. What was that? The PTA, the Parent Teachers Association. Oh, no, you know? they have local school board or what, or what have mm-hmm. you. And but they they had somebody they answered to, right? And it was the parents, right? It was yeah. it was their local voters who, and if they didn't like what the schools were doing. Out they'd you re- go. They replace. They could replace the the local school board mm-hmm. and make whatever changes mm-hmm. they saw fit in you, the schools. You know, you know, it just came to mind when you when you said what you're saying about this program, right? We don't need no education. Hey, teachers, yeah. leave those Ken, kids alone. <laughs> Kenny, Kenny's had almost as many requests. I know, huh? No, I, no, I do I, that anyway. As I, I, have, as I have. You know, put it this way. It's a, it's, it's a beautiful day. It's, it's the eve of, or Christmas in itself because of the show. Just in a good mood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we, there was an article that you wanted, you wanted to talk about, and this was from mm-hmm. the government-run schools in Baltimore, and they were someone had gotten some had gotten through Public Records Act requests the uh, some of the test results from this from the school, and out of uh, out of forty eight juniors at the school, eleven tested at a third grade reading level. Out of fifty four tenth graders, twenty seven tested at a third or fourth grade reading level, and they wouldn't release the data on the other students. Oh. So, That's the good students. Yeah, so that that oh, those those may, those may have been the advanced students. Now, what, yeah. the, what the district said is is that if that was were, the star pupils right there, pupils, pupils. If, for example, there were ten or less out of, uh, students at a particular grade level, mm-hmm. then they wouldn't they, they would do it. They wouldn't release the data supposedly out of student privacy concerns. Yeah, right. Okay, I mean, but what is it? I mean, so you graduate from you graduate from high school being effectively unable to read, and what is your what are your future? What are your future prospects? You are a voter for the Democrat Party because they want you to be able to vote when you're 16 years old. Mm-hmm. So that's a perfect uh, uh, constituent for them. Somebody who doesn't even understand what the heck they're telling them. But what are the pros- But what are your prospects for being supporting yourself, supporting it's, a family? It's not there. And, and you know, hearing these stats come from you, Greg. You know, from Baltimore, it's heartbreaking because I grew up on the south side of Chicago. Public education. Uh, I'm a single. I was, you know, born to a single mom. You know, 
uh, and I, I guess I'll say blessed or fortunate. I was in the greater Chicago area program for gifted children. And uh, sixth grade, I was reading at a ninth grade level. In the seventh grade, I was reading at a 12th grade level. In the ninth grade, I was reading at a college level. What in the world has happened? It, the way it should be is every generation should get better, stronger, and faster than the generation before them. Have we reached an apex? I mean, what is this? Oh, we, we're we're way past the apex, and this is this is this is on the accelerating <laughs> decline. And it's and 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 it's I think sad. it's and I think it is intentional. I had oh no, yeah, the dumbing down, right? It is. And a couple of years ago, we quoted on this uh, on the show uh, a Cal State University professor Tony Lima. He said that, uh, and this is university now. Mm-hmm. Cal State University is today graduating students who cannot do basic algebra, supposedly a requirement for admission to the university. They also cannot compose a paragraph, much less an entire research paper. Oh, man. And, okay. That, yeah, it's really bad. We're and in trouble. I, and <laughs> then I read this quote from, more recently, from George Orwell. Okay. If people cannot write well, they cannot think well. And if they cannot think well, others will do their thinking for them. Aha! The 16-year-old Aha. voter for the Democrat Party. Aha! Ha! So Look at, wow! So, so all of a sudden, you know, we, we, if, you're, if you can't think, you can't analyze, all of a sudden maybe that, you know, maybe socialism is Looks a good really idea. good, huh? And, you know, uh, and if you can't think, you know, maybe, uh, yeah, let's, let's defund the police. Let's abolish prisons. <laughs> Put it this way. That's an IQ test in and of itself. Should we defund the police? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Dummy, you know? <laughs> but in, uh, yes, you wouldn't want it to happen to anyone, but if it happens to somebody... These people deserved it. Just- <laughs> you were going to say that. <laughs> better, them, better them than anyone else. <laughs> okay. That's funny. <laughs> Two Democrat defund the police politicians, one in Philadelphia, one in Illinois, yeah. were carjacked this week. Are you Wow. Yes. What, 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 what is that? Uh, uh, Dr. Um, Sebastian Gorka, he uses a word. Uh, Schaden, Schadenfreude? Schadenfreude. That's what that is, right? Kind of. Schadenfreude means like taking pleasure in the misfortune. Oh, so that's me. In, in the misfortune of, of, of someone else. This is just, so I get to have the Schadenfreude. I think this, okay. this is just kind of poetic justice. Again, we, we would not... <laughs> If, if, I, if, if, I, if I had a magic wand, then mm-hmm. no one would be the victim of a crime. Yeah, but, in an ideal world. But if, so, but if someone is to be the victim of a, of a carjacking, mm-hmm. then I can't think of anyone better to be the victim than a Democrat politician who thinks they're safe but, but wants to make everyone else unsafe by defunding the police and demoralizing. It's not just defunding them. It's every officer knows, based on what's happened in the last few years, mm-hmm. if any incident goes bad with a politically preferred minority, mm-hmm. you, could, you could easily be... Oh, I like the way you said that, Greg. That was you could easily be. You could easily be... <laughs> Fired or in prison? Oh yeah, or both. So, so, well, so, both so, will so, happen, the, so the safest thing for an officer to do is to you play it safe. Mm-hmm. You go out, you take a report, you don't aggressively pursue somebody. Oh, well, well, the, the suspect got away. Or, dri- or drive just a little slower than you normally would. But now back to those two people, right? I'm curious. Did they call the police? 
<laughs> how do we even know? How do we know this happened? Did they, yeah. did they like, I've been robbed. Somebody get a cop over here. Probably, right? Chances are they call the cops. Very, right? very possibly. And uh, I know some of these politicians, they have their own, they have their own security. So in Minneapolis, the, the uh, city council members who mm. were defunding, who were defunding the police had their own private security paid for by the taxpayers me. to protect them. Uh, you can't make this up. Oh, yeah. It's, oh, uh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, and the, uh, George Orwell, again, you know, uh, some animals are more equal than others, and, and, the, and the corollary is some animals are safer than others. There it is. There it yes. is. I just, I don't get what we're allowing to happen. And, you know, I, I would say this to the people since this is the Christmas show, right? Let go of the things that they're holding on to you with. Let go of the things that they're holding on to you with. And I mean, that's the the product, the TVs, the the sports tickets, season tickets, whatever they may be. This season as Greg has pointed out with some of the uh, parts of the show is about the human experience us as a people. Let's make this Christmas about us and not about the things. Oh, that's, that's, that's very well said. And, and just, I recall an article that I just read recently is that someone was, was, condemning Christmas and how all the commercialism, which is true, and how it, and when he was a young boy, they didn't have very much stuff, mm-hmm. and he felt bad because they didn't have as much stuff. He didn't have a uh, a brand new Lexus in the in the driveway with a bow well, on it. Yeah. <laughs> ha. <laughs> but really, I mean, for the most, most of history, that's how it's been. I mean, if you have a little something mm-hmm. on Christmas, it, it, that's that's what Christmas was. It, it was the real, it was kind of the real... The real Celebrate, spirit, cel- the meaning of Christmas, celebration, yeah. celebration of the of the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, Amen. getting together with family, with friends. Mm-hmm. That's and if you have a good meal and you got a little something for the kids, that there you know, it is. That's that's what Christmas was. So yeah, I can understand the commercialism, and yeah, of course mm-hmm. it's over the top, and, and over the top. That's what you know. No People out got- there running each other over just to get you know a, a box of smash something out of one of these stores. Calm right. down. Right. You know, calm down. But it doesn't mean that. that but but it, where the guy was wrong mm-hmm. is that it doesn't mean that the underlying idea of Christmas is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Nor does it mean that envy, envy is one of the is one of the seven deadly, deadly sins. sins. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, is okay. Someone so that someone has it, has it better than you. Okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. maybe that. So that's a that's if someone else can achieve success. You I'm can always that, right. you can achieve success. When I so see somebody need, succeed, I'm always happy. So maybe mm-hmm. you need to change instead of trying to tear down the mm-hmm. socialist way, mm-hmm. the greedy way. To, you know, I, you know, I, we need to take from them. Oh no, maybe I need to do something different and get oh, so pardon. I can so mm-hmm. I can achieve. Yeah, exactly. I don't see a shortage of anything that would would be available to anybody. We have to understand that we have a very unique system here. This is a democratic republic, right? A, dem- a, a democratic republic, right? I, was, I, I, I like to call it a representative democracy because people say, mm-hmm. it's our democracy. Well, it's not, then it's really they call not it a democracy. Democrat. It's yeah. a republic. Right. It's if, a republic. If we can keep it. Correct. But on top of that, that republic is, is, is wrapped around capitalism. And I don't know if that republic would work as well as it does without the machinery of capitalism. What do you think? Well- one, I don't like the term capitalism. It's actually a Marxist term. Is it? So I, so I, so I, I, I don't use capitalism. Uh-huh. Many people are outside have, have do it, but I don't. Right. I call, it's the quick answer. It's yeah. the free enterprise system. Oh. It's part of, 
we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal and they are endowed by the creator with certain enablement and rights. Among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness and why America has done, has done so well. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure it's going – we'll see how – continues to do well, mm-hmm. was to an unprecedented degree, it freed up people to pursue happiness as they choose to define it for themselves. And that could mean mm. business, economics, making money. Whatever you want to do. But it could mean mm-hmm. it could mean going like Thomas Edison and going inventing things. Mm-hmm. It could mean going and writing. It could mean all Singing, sorts of- whatever. So basically right. what, you're, what you're saying is the country says to everybody in this country, get on your mark, get ready, set. Go. Go. And, and people back at that time, back in, the, in 1840, I was mm. read recently, is that, you know, they, they, were, they, could, they, they had higher literacy mm. than we do now. That's scary. That, it is. That, it is scary. That's scarier than any Alfred Hitchcock movie you'll ever see. We need, we need to take a break here, but this brings us back around, is, mm. to, is to help people and be prepared to pers- go then pursue happiness as you define it for yourself. Is you need to, is good education is important for the individual as well as uh, proper education is essential for the nation mm-hmm. and the, again the importance of school choice educational freedom to go out and parents choose the best school for your children and with that let's hear from our sponsor All Star Collision the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of wreck and roll. Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer. Welcome back to the uh, Christmas edition of Unite IE Radio. And Andrew Bocelli is singing beautifully in Latin. As someone said, uh, we used to teach Latin and Greek in high school, and now we teach remedial English in college. <laughs> in our last segment here of, of our Christmas show, we're, gonna, we're going to read uh, an editorial that's been written in the Wall Street Journal on Christmas Day every year since 1949. And it's called In Hoc Anno Domini. And if you're... Uh, if your Latin is a little bit rusty, that means in the year of our Lord. And uh, Kenny and I are going to read it. Kenny. When Saul of Tarsus set out on his journey to Damascus, the whole of the known world lay in bondage. There was one state, and it was Rome. There was one master for it all, and he was Tiberius Caesar. Everywhere there was civil order, for the arm of the Roman law was long. Everywhere there was stability, in government and in society, for the centurions saw that it was so. But everywhere there was something else, too. There was oppression for those who were not friends of Tiberius Caesar. 
There was the tax gatherer to take the grain from the fields and the flax from the spindle to feed the legions or to fill the hungry treasury, from which divine Caesar gave largesse to the people. There was the impressor to find recruits for the circuses. There were executioners to quiet those whom the emperor prescribed. What was a man but for to serve Caesar? There was the persecution of men who dared to think differently, who heard strange voices or read strange manuscripts. There was enslavement of men whose tribes came not from Rome, disdain for those who did not have the familiar visage. And most of all, there was everywhere a contempt for human life. What, to the strong, was one man more or less in a crowded world? Then, of a sudden, there was a light in the world, and a man from Galilee, saying, Render unto Caesar the things which are Caesar's, and unto God the things that are God's. And the voice from Galilee, which would defy Caesar, offered a new kingdom, in which each man could walk upright and bow to none but his God. Inasmuch as ye have done it unto one of the least of these, my brethren, ye have done it unto me. He sent this gospel of the kingdom of man into the uttermost ends of the earth. So the light came into the world, and the men who lived in darkness were afraid. They tried to lower a curtain so that man would still believe salvation lay with the leaders. But it came to pass for a while in diverse places that the truth did set man free, although the men of darkness were offended and tried to put out the light. The voice said, Haste ye, walk while you have the light, lest darkness come upon you, for he that walketh in darkness knoweth not whither he goeth. Along the road to Damascus, the light shone brightly, but after, afterward Paul of Tarsus, too, was sore afraid. He feared that other Caesars, other prophets, might one day persuade men that man was nothing save a servant unto them, that men might yield up their birthright from God for pottage and walk no more in freedom. Then might it come to pass that darkness would settle settle again over the lands and there would be a burning of books and men would think only of what they should eat and what they should wear and would give heed only to the new Caesars and the false prophets. Then it might come to pass that men would not look upward to see even a winter star in the east and once more there would be no light at all in the darkness. And so Paul, the apostle of the Son of Man, spoke to his brethren, the Galatians, the words he would have us remember afterward in each of the years of his Lord. Stand fast, therefore, in liberty, wherewith Christ has made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. And as we are reading this, and we are preparing the show here, Every year since 1949, the Wall Street Journal has published this editorial, and it was amazing is to see how it reflected and echoed and described our current situation. Yeah. Where the government, the globalists, what is a man but for to serve Caesar? What to the strong was one man more or less in a clouded world, in a crowded world? Mm Mm-hmm. 
and the the leaders, uh, the men who lived in darkness, try to lower a curtain so that man would still believe salvation lay with the leaders, the politicians, with Anthony Fauci, the World Health Organization, the unelected president of so the United on, States, and so on and so on, and that they were afraid that people would give up their birthright of freedom for economic benefits, for pottage, mm-hmm. and they would think only of what they should eat and what they should wear. Yeah. And that's how they seek to control us, is through the stuff. And, and, and you know what's so weird about what you just said, Greg? That reminds me of Kamala Harris two months ago, when all she could say to the people was, don't forget about Christmas, get ready to shop. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, that's, that's your, your vax vice passport, presidential Your vax passport, the prototype of the mark of the beast. You need this to, uh, to uh, if you want, if you want to go, go anywhere, if you want to buy to anything. To get stuff. Oh, oh, no, watch this. To get pottage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. And with our, our remaining time, we're going to go back to Andrea Bocelli and close out the show. Merry Christmas, Kenny. You are my favorite homie. And thanks for being on the show. And look forward to working with you on school choice and other matters in the coming year. Amen. Merry Christmas, everybody. Good night.
you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. CarStar, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman from Planet Home Landing and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, right here on AM590, The Answer. If you'd like to own a home and you need financing, or you'd like to refinance a home you already own, whether that's in California or one of these escape from California states, Arizona, Nevada, Utah, Colorado, Texas, Arkansas, Tennessee, Georgia, Florida, Ohio, Oregon, Washington, Idaho, or Montana, I'm the guy you want to talk to. Or if you'd like to inquire into the one of the most liberating financing tools for seniors, a reverse mortgage, you want to talk to someone who will guide you towards decisions based on your best interest, not theirs. Call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. My team and I will lead you to the best decision for you based on your short-term and your long-term goals. Again, for more information, call me at 855-640-2020 or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. AM 590, the answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 